Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Well, welcome, welcome to the show and starting the show, paying tribute to, I cannot believe I'm saying this, the <laughs> late great Tina Turner. I mean, such a legend. It's called the queen of rock and roll and she's passed away and it's just quite unbelievable because to me, she just, I don't know, I kind of thought she would carry on forever and ever. So it is with a heavy heart because, boy, did she bring me, and I'm sure you too, lots of joy, lots of dances, lots of good times. And uh, and we just reminded of the impermanence of this life, how precious the moments are, and how amazing this moment is right now. So I'm so glad um, and really privileged that you've decided to spend this moment right now um, listening to the DL Link show where we connect you through insights and information and illumination. So I'm Nikki Seberini and I will be with you for the next hour, which is fantastic. We're going to be talking about, um, uh, uh, is it, you know, I'm going to be speaking to a naturopath, but is it naturopathy? I'm, I'm not quite naturopathy. sure. Naturopathy. Naturopathy. Well, no, it's a, it. a bit of a mouthful, a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> I have um, Aaliyah um, Ferguson, who's a nutritional therapist and a naturopath on the show to tell us all about um, naturopathy, but Aaliyah is going to have to say more about that. <laughs> and then we're going to be talking to an author and a healer as well. So we really have such an interesting show lined up for you. I do also want to remind you that um, you you literally have two days more if you want to be a part of this fabulous evening, um, this great fundraiser, um, this Ideal Link initiative. You can win, win, win. Um, you know, there's going to be fun. There's going to be delicious food. There's going to be magic entertainment. Mo Magic, in fact, um, who's been dubbed the James Bond of magic, will be performing. So if you'd like to get involved, so there's the exclusive 10-seater table in the VIP area. Um, and you, you have a seat at dinner as well, and there are a whole lot of other bonuses, and you get 750 chips per player. Or you can sit at the cocktail tables, um, and the seating, it's 500 chips per player, and um, also a delicious dinner. So if you're interested, it's happening the 28th um, of May, and um, it's at 6 o'clock at the Galleria 10 Eastern Service Road in Santon. Contact the DL Link directly. You can email them, bookings at dllink.co. Dot za bookings at dllink.co.za. So without further ado, Leah, welcome. Wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Nikki. It's it's lovely to be here too. So naturop- naturopathy. Is naturopathy. So think naturopathy. of nature. Yes. Naturopathy. Yes. Wonderful. Indeed. What what is a naturopath? Okay, so look, um first and foremost, there are principles that uh, the idea of naturopathic treatment would adhere to. So you'll get um, homeopaths, you'll get nutritional therapists, acupuncturists. So it all falls in the gambit of um, natural or alternative medicine, let's call it. But I, I guess naturopathy uh, should be seen much more as of an integrative medicine approach or a medical approach. Because first and foremost, the idea behind naturopathy is that your body does have the capacity to to heal. 
um, as long as the conditions are there. Um, and primarily, uh, wherever possible, the idea is to prevent disease, obviously, rather than curing it. So a good naturopath, I mean, anyone, uh, you know, can go and approach a naturopath, even if you're feeling sort of OK, just to see, am I doing the best possible? Uh, am, I, am I doing the best possible? Do I have the best possible habits, for example, um, to make sure that I don't get sick? And I think that's that's the the key thing is to take responsibility for your health. And naturopathy acknowledges this. But in terms of treatment, it's basically facilitating facilitating the body's natural self-healing process. The idea is to really identify what's causing um, the issues rather than just the symptoms. You know, like if you have a continuous headache, why are you getting that headache? Not just taking a, an aspirin or a disprin uh, continuously. Um, and also at no point should any naturopathic treatment cause harm to the patient. So... You know, we definitely don't want to do anything that is going to make uh, the person uncomfortable or in pain. And a huge part of working with someone in the naturopathic space is to educate them to take responsibility for their health. So to empower them and also uh, fundamentally to treat the entire being of a patient. So, you know, if you're talking about nutritional therapy and I've specialized in that area because I understand food and I love food. And also I do think it's a real foundational block, you know, of good health, but it's not, it's not everything. You know, um, if I'm eating a perfect diet and I say perfect in inverted commas, you know, but I'm very stressed out or things are really not going well in my relationship or I'm worried about my child, I can also be ill, you know? Mm. Um, so there are, and the same with exercise, the same with sleep. So a naturopath, is going to look at your uh, life holistically and look at every area. And this is very important because I think often we attack health issues within the physical body and uh, the mental and emotional um, body. And we forget that we, you know, everything is connected. So yeah. I think, in, you know, in short, that's the uh, a sort of a summation. It's somebody who is going to look at you um, from every angle and try and work on every part of your of your life in order to get you to a state of real vibrant health. It's mm, wonderful. Thanks, Anya. So we, well, let me not speak for everyone, but certainly a lot of us are so in our heads and it's we're so thought driven and doing and achieving and creating. And we're, you know, constantly our attention is is being grabbed in this direction and that direction and so it means we spend a lot of time in that space above our shoulders above our neck and uh, very little time feeling into the body um and so only and again I, I i think this is a huge generalization but i do think that it is a symptom of this modern living things are pretty convenient um as i said very mm. distracted and so we only very often respond when there is an acute um or chronic situation that comes up right so we're not we're yeah. not in tune so is that a big thing for you um alia um this this being in the body this embodying ourselves the connecting between the head and and the body and how important is that uh, absolutely i mean it's you know it's interesting that you bring this particular point up because just this 
last week I had a, a, a personal incident as well. And, you know, really trying to tap into what intuition actually really is. And this idea that your gut is actually your second brain. I don't know if you've heard this yes. term before, but this is a, you know, we all beginning to understand that our gut micro, microbiome and all of these things are really, really, really important um, to our good health. And this ties all of this in because, you know, um, often I think if we are living our sort of truth and we're doing what we're meant to be doing and we're living um, with a rhythm that is right for us, then, you know, we can tap into these resources and this intuition. And it's it's such an incredible resource because often, you know, something will be presented to you or maybe you have to go somewhere or do something or something is going on and you don't you just don't feel good about it. It makes you feel a little bit anxious. And instead of listening to that, we soldier on and we push through. And the thing is, we get very good at doing that. And then we stop feeling that that intuition. We dull it down more and more. And and this is so Im- important. You know, the whole idea of uh, this concept of psychosomatic health, you know, it's it's a real it's a real and true thing. You know, I have met uh, clients who or worked with clients who really were quite ill and there was nothing actually really wrong. Um, but because of their perception of their life or because of the speed at which they were moving through their life and never being able to stop and exactly as you say be in body they they were really it was manifesting in headaches or chronic fatigue or you know and so um and then things like for example doing yoga or any kind of movement based meditative exercise can really help breathing exercises you know we all know that if you um uh, are stressed you don't breathe properly uh, and you you might not even realize you're not breathing properly, Nikki. You know, you 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 might actually be be short of breath without realizing it. So all of these things are, are very important to bring you back into that space. Breathing is a big thing. Movement is a big thing. And they can help pull you back into that space. I really struggle with the concept of, of meditation personally. I've got a very, very busy mind. Um, and whenever I stop uh, doing anything, I start to think. So movement based meditative uh, exercises are great for me because I sort of I'm thinking about the next move and what I'm doing. And then I tend to be uh, more present. Mm. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think you're 100 percent on the money with that. Yeah, Ali, I, I, and I do want to say to the audience, you know, I think we have to move away from looking at um, if we see meditation or feeling into your body as something that is woo-woo or something yes. that is too alternate yeah. or, you know, it's only certain people that do it, that it's becoming more mainstream. And I, and I almost feel sad that I have to use the word mainstream because actually what it is, is it's tuning in to self mm. And it's mm. feeding into self. So as I said, very often we only are alerted to issues in our problem when they are chronic, when they are extreme, when we have yes. extreme pain or we can't move in a certain way or our body isn't working in a certain way. But actually, if we go back, our body was telling us uh, months before, but we just didn't listen. We took something to get rid of the pain or we did something to distract ourselves so we didn't have to feel into it. And so yes. I, I guess what I'm trying to stress here, Alia, to everyone listening, is that it's not, um, you know, this this woo-woo thing. It's really no. about being completely connected and listening to But, but Nikki, so, you can change the word. You know, if the word makes people uncomfortable, and, and, yes. and sometimes it might do, um, you know, you can just change the word. You know, it yes, can be prayer. I agree. It can be, it can be 
it can be anything that brings you into that space where you're, I where agree. you really are connecting. Um, and I mean, ultimately, it's just about uh, us being proactive and taking responsibility for our health. I think this is a big thing. I think modern yeah. day mainstream medicine has got us all thinking, oh, well, actually healing is outside of ourselves. You know, exactly. I'm going to go to the doctor and I'm going to get a pill or really. And I'm not dismissing uh, modern medicine uh, um, at all as I mean, I, I think it's wonderful. I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled that we have. Um, you know, the incredible advancements in science and medication. This is not at all Agreed. a dismissal of that. It's an inclusion Absolutely. rather of you taking responsibility and believing that you can exactly. actually, you know, help yourself in more cases than not. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's the end end. We're going to um, take a quick um, break. Um, Alia will be right back. Okay. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back to the show, the DL Link Show on 101.9 Chai FM. I have Alia Ferguson, um, Alia Ferguson, who's a nutritional mm-hmm. therapist and naturopath. Um, and it's quite an interesting discussion we're having, this idea of really being able to be with the feelings in your body. And this was really in response to what you said, Alia, about uh, this na- looking at naturopathy as being this holistic approach. So if someone comes to you and they have a few aches or there's something not mm. working properly or whatever do how how do your consultations play out do you use um blood and taking blood samples and that as well to to look at um look at the body in more detail how does it work okay so so uh, firstly um whilst that's something that uh, it, it's possible to do although i'm not a, a trained phlebotomist i generally find that i don't I don't get to that point where that is necessary, but I do have a process that I follow through and it generally, you can't just come and have one consultation. It includes three from the beginning. And I'll tell you why, because it's, it is a process. So there is a, um, a whole load of questions or a questionnaire that I need to go through. And that includes everything from a bit of a family history to um, the person's day to day activities. And there are loads of questions about energy and sleep and food. And there's about there's about uh, 60 questions that I would go through. So it's quite extensive. And it sounds like that might be a little bit excessive, but it isn't really because it gives me a very good picture of the person where they're at and what they feel their needs are. Like, why, why have they come to see me? What it is they want? Because as you say, most people only are alerted to um, this idea of uh, optimal health when they're not feeling good. I very rarely get people coming, seeing me saying, oh, I feel amazing. I just want to feel better. Yeah. So, so there's, it's to identify what the key issues are and then also to understand what their lifestyle is like. Are they a CEO of a company? Are, are they a housewife? After that, I get them to keep a food diary for a week. Uh, and this diary not only includes, it's a mood and food diary. So it gives me a really good picture as to their energy levels and also what they're eating and also what they like to eat because you know, if I'm going to be making recommendations that are based, uh, that are going to be successful, um, I'm not going to ask somebody to eat something they've never eaten in their life that's odd or strange or, or that they don't like. It's important for me to understand what they're already doing so that I can make very uh, specific uh, suggestions based on what they're already doing. And this will ensure that there's a much better chance of this being uh, a consistent habit and having more success. If, you know, if there is something that I'm really not figuring out or I'm really not understanding and it can happen, then a stool analysis actually is a much better way for me to understand what's going on, certainly with food and digestion in the body. Because if someone's eating a great diet and plenty of fiber, 
um, but things are really also still not looking good, then it's worth having a look at what the body's actually doing to the food. So that's kind of where I sort of sit with everything. Um, you know, if, if blood work is going to be done, I'll actually send them to a, a, a GP to, to go and have blood work done. And then we'll look at the results of that. But I, I tend to just, uh, um, you know, work on, on the things I mentioned to you uh, mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So interesting. Honestly, only I, I love this approach. So you said that you deal a lot in, um, foods and that's your, mm. your, your mm. main focus. Um, yes. and interesting, um, is it, it doesn't, and this is what I find quite interesting is that you can have a very healthy diet, but it doesn't mean that your healthy diet, um, is going to provide perfect health. I, yes. I suppose what I'm getting at is that sometimes our bodies don't absorb what we're eating or don't use Absolutely. those nutrients yeah. in the right way. And what is that, Ali? Is that is that something odd in our body? Is it not balanced correctly? Are we not eating it in the right state? Or is that a too much of a generalized question to answer? Uh, no, it's not a it's not a generalized question, but it's a big answer. But I'll make it as short as I can. Um look, if you if you think about anything, the main area um where you're going to be reabsorbing <laughs> nutrients that have been digested is going to be in your large large colon, right? So yeah. your small intestine is busy, you know, from your stomach all the way down, all those different um, substances like amylase, digesting starch. I, you know, as I said, there's a whole load, host of processes going on. Um, by the time the food gets to your large intestine, that's where most of, of the, um, the, the goodies are being reabsorbed back into the bloodstream. So your gut health, that large gut, it's your ascending, transverse, descending colon. Often when you feel bloated or you know, things feel tight or, you know, you feel really uh, you have IBS. It's in that area that, that the problem is, is, uh, is situated. So if you think about it, if that part of your body is not in good health and what that means, good health for that part of your body is that you've got lots of good bacteria. You know, we understand now the importance of good pre and probiotics, soluble right. and insoluble fiber. These things are absolutely key. I mean, it's, it's, it's shocking if you look at, uh, the, the fact that 97, uh, the statistics for the U.S., for example, 97 percent of people living in the U.S. are not getting enough fiber in their diet. I mean, this is this is a massive uh, percentage. And this is a huge disaster for your uh, for your gut and for reabsorbing any nutrients back into the, the, the bloodstream, because, you know, it's, your body's just not able to do things properly. Um, things get impacted in the diverticuli and you have a, a situation where your 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 gut is just not. Um, able to do the job it needs to do. So really from a naturopathic point of view, you really want to focus on keeping that area happy and clean. And I use those two words because, uh, they both are, are linked to the pre and probiotics, you know, and so yeah, it's that, that is where all the action's happening basically. Um, well, and what, what if, is the difference, Alia, sorry, between a pre hmm. and a probiotic? So, so probiotics are, are food basically, um, for the, uh, you know, if you think about those, um, uh, that you often call it those lactobacillus, there's a whole host of them. But generally, if you're taking a probiotic, you will have uh, been recommended to take one, for example, after your GP, if you had antibiotics. So mainstream medicine very much acknowledges that probiotics are super important for, for gut health. So you have to take those. Um, if your body's not uh, providing them um, or uh, producing them itself, you need to to take those as a supplement. And actually, it's probably one of the only supplements 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of recommending uh, lots of supplements to people, but a, a good probiotic is really you, you can't go wrong and you get them in many different forms. But that is basically going to keep the good bacterial population in your in your gut happy. Your prebiotics are much more uh, centered around uh, soluble fiber. So fruits, vegetables, even psyllium husk. Um, there are some um, sort of uh, I'm not going to call them grain based fibers, but you can take them like a uh, it's a digestible fiber. Um, they come in in different forms. You can also take those, but you can also get those from foods like apples. Apples contain pectin and inulin. Coconut sugar also contains something called inulin as well. These all help and work a bit more like a brush through that part of the body. So these two things together um, are, are really important for keeping, uh, you know, your your gut health in tip top shape. Wow. So as you've said, part of the, the prebiotics, the soluble fiber, the vegetables, the quality of the food that you're eating, um, is important. And so, um, is this movement, this really, a, it, it's a great movement towards this, um, plant-based eating. People are talking about focusing, eating, um, lots of raw foods and as I said, plant-based and that there are now shows. There is a show coming up in Cape Town and I'm delighted that coming to Joburg in August that is dedicated. It's the plant-powered show. So it's all around that. Will you be there, Alia? Do you know anything? Any, any, any? Yes, yeah. So um, I've been very, uh, I'm, uh, I'm very flattered that I was actually picked. I'm, I'm very bemused by when these things happen, really, to be honest. But I will be cooking in, in Cape, I'll be cook, cooking in Cape Town. Um, and, uh, will, you, and will it be Persian? A, a will it be your Persian? Well, will it be delicious Persian there'll food? Be, there'll be some different. Well, look, to be honest, uh, you, there'll be some hints of that in it. But I think also when we, when one is doing these things en masse, you really want to be able to give people things they can take away and cook at home. So we're doing some very simple things, but some very um, tasty um, little kind of um, almost hacks really in a way on how to get, um, uh, uh, you know, a few more plant-based things into your, into your diet. So I'm keeping things simple, but there is a beautiful uh, fragrant uh, milk rice pudding, but we'll be using a, uh, a plant-based milk instead. And, um, and a couple, of other things that have rose water and these kind of flavors but, but i don't just want people to to um to think they have to have these things in the kitchen to make beautiful uh, plant-based food mm. so for the the lucky few who are in cape town i know that it's coming up um from tomorrow until mm -hmm. sunday but the good news is that the plant power show is coming to joburg as well hopefully we'll closer yes, to the is. time we'll chat to someone that's from the 4th of august until the 6th of august um, yeah. And really, I suppose there really is a huge showcase of all things um, natural and plant-based. Yes, and I, I think it's making it accessible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know as as you say, it's not we don't have to just walk into a health shop anymore to have access. You just walk into Woolies and pick and pay, and all of that you can have access to all these amazing foods and opportunities to try different ways of cooking. So that's pretty yes, and and I think an important thing to to just say to everybody, Nikki, is that really I'm not, I'm an omnivore. You know, you don't have to be vegan or vegetarian to to really sort of um, be open minded about this lifestyle. It's it's about including more fresh fruits and vegetables and plant based things. It's not about it's not a reductive type of thinking. It's not about 
cutting things out or excluding things. It's just about inviting more goodness and vibrancy into your life. Mm, and the tastes and the different herbs and the spices yes. and everything, yeah. as you say, that enhances so many areas. And as you pointed out with the probiotics and the prebiotics, how important in terms of the prebiotics for gut health. Mm. Olia, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so lovely chatting. Mm. Um, all the best with your demonstrations at the uh, Plant Powered Show. And uh, thanks thank so much you. for your time. Yeah, thank you. Have a lovely day. Thanks, okay, and you bye. too. Bye-bye. I'm Alia Ferguson, nutritional therapist and naturopath, and a really interesting conversation about this 